I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This episode is brought to you by MeBank, the bank built and supported by industry super funds. Ever wondered about getting a better deal on your home loan? Well, it might be time to get in touch with MeBank. Whatever your investment strategy, you'll find a loan that's right for you with competitive rates and flexible home loan options. So stop wondering and start saving. Call MeBank on 131 563 or visit mebank.com.au. Terms and conditions apply. Now here's the show. Because we are still a new concept, the big thing for us is actually explaining to people that a super fund now does invest in residential property. We get to grow and scale with our property fund and with our members. This is Property Investory, where we talk to successful property investors to find out more about their stories, mindset and strategy. I'm Tyrone Shum and in this episode, we continue the conversation with Grant Britz, the founder and CEO of super fund company, Super State. We'll be delving into more detail about the analytical processes carried out by Super State, the importance of networking and how no journey to success is complete without challenges. Brits explains that one major benefit of consolidating your super with super state is that the stress and intricacies of property investing is handled for you. I'll explain this in two two ways. The for a member or for a you know a user of our super fund, the experience is actually extremely easy and light touch. Um, normally, with property investment of any type, there's a lot of work that needs to be done by the individual. So what we've done, we've said, okay, can we make this as quick and as easy and as simple for our members as possible? And we we spend a lot of time, money and effort setting that up with our tech team. Um, So from a member's perspective to be involved with Super Estate and have your super invested in residential property, all they need to do is become a member of our fund and put some of their superannuation with our fund. Um, And essentially, all that means is that if you know your TFN, your tax file number, you can log on to our website and use your tax file number to find all of your superannuation that might be out there in the system from all your jobs. And then there and then on the spot, you can consolidate your super into our fund. And essentially, that, that's it from the member perspective. It's actually, it's very, very easy. And then from then, it's, it's like your regular superannuation fund. You can obviously monitor it and see how it's doing, or you can not worry about it and know that it's been invested and taken care of for you. Brits continues that with Super State, the process of obtaining your super is virtually the same as any other super fund, leaving you with a peace of mind and a great investment. For our members, we're exactly the same as whoever the current super fund is. It's just rather than their super being invested in what most super funds invest in, which is largely financial markets and products, 
with us, you, you know, at least some of your superannuation has been invested in our residential property market. There, there's actually, there's nothing more for the members to do. Like, there's nothing more onerous for them. That's excellent. Okay. Well, that's a very simple process. <laughs> yeah, look, it's, 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 very, it's very, very simple on the member side. On, on our business side, there's obviously, there's a lot more complication and a lot more work that goes into every single step we just spoke about. Um, but, but that's our business and that's what we have to take care of and that's what we have to do as a super fund. Sharing with us the nitty-gritty details of the business, Brits explains Super Estate's mindset and the goals for their customers. The exciting thing for us right now, we're, because we are still a new concept, so the big thing for us is actually explaining to people that you know, a super fund now does invest in residential property. Um, and so what, what happens now, we're actually in the process of negotiating and hopefully going to be transacting on a few properties very, very soon for the fund. Um, essentially, with property investment, it's not something that you can just rush and buy the first thing you see. It does take time. Um, so for us, the very exciting thing, we're, we're literally hopefully over the next few weeks going to have a few properties we'll be able to show to our members. And as soon as we do execute on those properties, there'll be full transparency for our members. They'll know exactly where their money is being invested and why. Um, and that's that's a really exciting thing and a lot of our members are very excited about that. And for them knowing, okay, cool, well, I know my superannuation has been invested in, you know, say this terrace in Paddington, for example, hypothetically. Um, they will have that transparency. And for us to actually get to that point, there's obviously the whole a whole lot of work that takes us to get there and like for any property investor we have our process which for us is very very systematic and I guess sort of regulated as well. With these aspirations in mind, Brits expands on the company's future announcements regarding current asset ownership. There's several million dollars in the fund but right now the money that will be invested in property is sitting in a high yield cash account as we're deploying it. Brits explains that unlike previous government plans to allow for one super to be partially used as an investment for first home buyers, Super Estate aims to invest solely into the asset class. The regime that was put up by the government, um, I think there were some suggestions that they should they should maybe let first homeowners use their super to buy their first property and so on. That actually, so that hasn't gone forward. What has gone forward is that an individual can make voluntary contributions into their superannuation. So above and beyond what your employer puts into your super fund. And then what can happen, you can then, if you are a first home buyer, you can then draw down on those funds for your first property. So essentially, it's creating a a tax benefit of putting some more money in your super that you can maybe use for that first property. But how exactly does super state predict positive potential returns on investment and present this to their new members? One of the steps in our purchasing process is we get every property independently valued by one of the property values. Um, so what they do, they actually set our the cap or the limit. So we, we actually can never pay more than what an independent valuer says the property is worth. And then what happens is every six months after we purchase a property, it'll be revalued and that property valuation will be updated. And that that's how... Hopefully, over the long term, members will be able to see, okay, well, they invested in this property in you know, 2018 and I can see six months after that, this was the valuation, 12 months it was this, and now it's gone up by X percent. Um, so, that's one aspect. And then the other aspect that will be interesting to our members is it's not only about capital growth and capital returns, it's also about rental income because 
we actually, which is very unique in any property strategy, we actually don't have any debt. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's quite an interesting one because everyone who's involved around the property space, typically leverage and dealing with the banks and finance goes without saying. But because we're a super fund, we actually, we've taken a very conservative approach to this. And we've actually said, okay, well, we think over the long term, we reduce a lot of the volatility by not having leverage in there. And it does also mean that we have exposure to this rental income. And that rent... Yeah, exactly. Look, normally your rent is just going to service your mortgage cost, right? Whether it's a home loan or investment loan or whatever it might be. And that's essentially what people have become very used to rent doing. Um, So for us, it's actually very different because you've got the capital side where hopefully the properties are growing in value. But then in addition to this, you have that very safe, stable and secure income stream, which is the rental income, which comes into the fund every single month or every single week. And the nice thing for our members is that they benefit fully from both. With all these complex grounds to cover, Brits expands upon how Superstate is able to manage all these properties. We're actually, we're talking to a few of the actual bigger real estate agencies, so-called like Ray White, LJ Hooker, the agency and so on. And we'll actually, we'll use them for the management of properties. We, we have enough on our plates right now with the investing side when it comes to the day-to-day management i think it's one of those things that we're quite comfortable and i think our members are quite comfortable with us just using a professional in the space sometimes rental properties can be extremely smooth and there'll be no problems but just as likely i think for us we want to make sure we're focused on the investing side rather than being distracted by day-to-day issues with rental properties whether it you know be a broken lock or something with the plumbing or whatever it might be so that's why we'll use professional managers Brits also illustrates that with Superstate, there is no particular target market and that property investing can be achieved by anyone with a super fund. Our initial reception has actually been great. We've been a little overwhelmed with the response, which has been very nice. So our, our members, it's actually, at the moment, it's a very broad group, right? Like our youngest members are sort of in their late teens and maybe on their first job. And our oldest members are actually, you know, fairly close to retirement. I think the the one common theme that we see through all of our members is that they do all have an interest in residential property. That That, that is the underlying, call it central theme between every single member. They, they all acknowledge that they really like the asset class and they think it's very important. And they also acknowledge that this is a really nice, easy way for them to get exposure to the asset class without having to really do too much. So it, it, really, it really is a lot about that ease as well. With a beneficial return, something on customers' minds are administration fees. Brits assures that at its core, Superstate is a competitive and customer-focused company. Every super fund has fees, um, and we're no different. And the 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 one the good thing for us is because we're in superannuation, like it's a very cost-conscious environment. So we actually have to make sure that our product is comparable to others, and it is a challenge for us because. Essentially, it's where it's very hard to compare our product to anything else in the market because we're very, very different. But we still have to compete on fees. Setting Superstate apart from other super funds, then Brits delves into the residential rather than commercial asset focus that drives the company's investment strategies. The thing is, there aren't actually any other super funds doing anything like us with residential property. Um, all the other super funds who do invest in 
sort of call it property, the asset class, it's their investments are going into office towers and retail and basically the yeah the industrial property types that you can get exposure to through unit trusts and listed investment products. None of them in a really meaningful way are focused on residential property. Yeah, but why do you think that they have invested into, um, say, for example, commercial slash office buildings type of products compared to, say, residential? What, what do you think yeah. has been the main reason Well, look, why? The, the big thing is it's, 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 it's very easy to go by you know, shares in a listed REIT, right, which is a listed property trust, you can do that straight away. Or if you are a big super fund and you're looking to deploy a lot of your members' money, it's a, it's a lot easier to go invest $200 million in an office tower than it is to go buy 100 properties worth $2 million each. So, <laughs> yeah, that's true. But basically, like the nice thing for us is that we're, we're essentially starting from a clean slate, which means we get to grow and scale with our property fund and with our members. And essentially, by the time we get to that scale, we would have already grown through the whole process and we'll already have that large, port, large and diversified portfolio of properties, which is really nice. With this in mind, Brits also explores the financial requirements of investing in residential property in the Australian market. As a super fund, like, I mean, there are no technical minimums for us. Like, obviously, in Sydney, you, you need to have a certain amount of money to buy any property. Um, we, we have that amount. We're, we're already in the market looking, like, like we said before, which is really exciting for us. And then from a member perspective as well, there is no minimum or maximum. Um, our youngest members literally have hundreds of dollars in superannuation and I guess some of our more mature members have several hundred thousand. So for us, the limitation is obviously you need enough money to buy a property in Sydney and Melbourne or wherever you might be looking and we've got that which is really nice for us. And whether certain markets both state and nationwide are more appealing? When we look at the market and where we're focused, we obviously we have to pay very close attention to all the short-term drivers and what's going on in all the individual markets. But the big one for us as well, because we're a super fund, we need to be very, very focused on where we think the world is going to be in the long term. So 10, 20, 30, even 40 years plus, right? So we are we, we do look Australia-wide, but I'll happily say that our focus is on essentially on our biggest, most stable markets because we think when we look forward in the future and go, okay, well, what is the world going to look like in 2030, 2040, and so on? We we still have the view that we think Sydney and Melbourne, followed by Brisbane, will be the most important cities and the largest and have the most demand for property. And I think one of the tools we use to look at that, we, we look at population distribution and we go, okay, well, we can see how many people are living in Sydney and how many people are living in Melbourne and what the concentration is and so on. And that really helps us to assess and go, okay, well, when we're building this portfolio, where should we be allocating those funds? Just like it, it, it wouldn't make sense for us to allocate a lot of money into a small emerging market just because, you know, it is seen as speculative. I think for us as a super fund, we're looking for those very safe, stable and predictable results. Coming up after the break, we'll delve into Grant Britt's key component of successful investing. We set out to build a very, very robust and strong advisory team. His personal attitude to success. I think realizing that every one of these individuals, no matter what their position now, they've, they've been through a lot to get there. And that's next. I'm Tyrone Shum and you're listening to Property Investory. This episode is brought to you by MeBank. 
a different kind of bank built and supported by industry super funds. You could be getting a better deal on your home loan by getting in touch with MeBank. They offer competitive rates and two loan types. One with a range of features including the ability to fix your rate and have multiple offset accounts and another that's nice and simple with no ongoing fees. Both loans provide the flexibility of interest only or principal and interest. So, whatever your investment strategy, you'll find a home loan that's right for you. Stop wondering and start saving by giving MeBank a call on 131563 or visit mebank.com.au. Terms and conditions apply. Now back to the show. Western Australia is tipped to be the next property hotspot. If you're looking to invest and build in WA, take advantage of the affordable land market and record build times with Plunkett Homes. Visit propertyinvestory.com forward slash build to find out why they are WA's most established home builder. With over 150 years of experience, Plunkett Homes helps you develop turnkey homes across WA. To get your fixed price demolition or site works and to maximize profits and minimize time, visit propertyinvestory.com forward slash build. And now back to the show. However, with quantitative and analytical predictions aside, Brits illustrates that networking in itself is also a key component of successful investing. When we were setting up the business, we we set out to build a very, very robust and sort of strong advisory team. Um, the function of our property advisory committee is to help the business in terms of our property investment direction. Um, so what we did, we, we basically, we've brought on two gentlemen as advisors. The first one, as you mentioned, is Dr. Andrew Wilson. Um, so he was chief economist at Domain for many years, and he's extremely valuable when it comes to looking at the bigger picture, the macro, what is the whole market look like? So when we're looking at you know Sydney versus Melbourne versus Brisbane and so on, but then even the next level down, when we're looking at Sydney, he really helps us going, okay, well, what areas in Sydney and what suburbs are doing what? And He's very helpful when we might, say, be comparing, call it an inner west suburb to something in the north and so on. And then on, on the other side of the spectrum, we have Damien Cooley. So Damien, Damien is one of the leading auctioneers, I think, in the country, but he's based in Sydney. And his business does, I think, it's several thousand auctions a year in the residential space. Um, so he's very, very knowledgeable about what's going on day to day in the market. Right, so he's he's the guy that's out there that when the market's running hot, his job's very very easy as an auctioneer, right? And (laughs) he's feeling that. And just just as well on the flip side, when the market's not doing so well, he basically sees that firsthand and feels that. And he brings really valuable insight as to what's going on on different property types in different areas and so on, right? Because he's at that coal face every single day. So between these two gentlemen, we have a very nice coverage on Dr. Wilson on the very high level economic drivers as to what's going on. And then with Damien, the micro, what is happening day to day at property auctions. Brits explains just how beneficial the advisors he networked with are in providing a clearer perspective of the property market. That's it's the job of our team then to go, okay, well, we've got these two great advisors. We then need to use their information and bring that all together and basically apply what is financial markets analysis and rigor and then applying that to our property market. 
which is, you know, for us is really fun and exciting because, you know, we, we view residential property, it, it, it is, you know, they are still homes at the end of the day, but they're also financial assets. And we, we, we look at them sort of under both lenses. Brits also speaks of how they managed to get Dr. Wilson and Damien on board and how long it took to establish Superstate following this. We had to go out and find them. So basically, we met them, had the discussion, told them what we were trying to do and trying to achieve. And they saw, I guess, the challenges for many Australians in terms of getting exposure to the property market. And I think they realized that given the knowledge and expertise that they might be able to add a lot of value to, to a business like this and help out. Yeah, I, I definitely could see because I was thinking what, what they both would have said, whether or not they would have gone, okay, this is a great idea or <laughs> not sure if it work. But um, yeah, you'd have to have something backing you as well, especially in, with your experience in the market to, to be able to convince them. So, that, that's great. Kudos to you to actually achieve that. Uh, um, thank you. So, how long, how long has Superstate been around now? Look, we've actually we've been around as a business for a few years because getting all of our licensing and approvals to run and establish a super fund took a long time. Um, and this is that's something that should happen, right? It's very, very important. And there were lots of regulatory boxes we needed to tick and licensing we needed to obtain and so on. And that did take quite a long time. We then, in March this year, we actually sort of opened to the public. Um, so we've been operational for now two and a bit months, which in superannuation is still the blink of an eye. Um, but yeah, so essentially the business has been around for a few years, but operational for only a few months. So the exciting thing for us is because we are still a very new concept. Um, we're going with our first property purchase, we, purchases, we will be doing a lot more marketing and basically increasing that awareness as to what we are, what we're investing in, and how everyday Australians can now invest their super in property very, very easily. With this company clearly on its way to success, Brits explains what allowed him to build Superstate from the ground up. On, on a personal level, I'm, I'm, I'm very fortunate that my, my partner works very hard and has been able to, <laughs> has been able to cover a lot of the bills, so she, she has to get a lot of credit. Um, she, she works extremely long hours and yeah, she, she allows me to focus on this business, which is very nice. And how exactly the brand of Superstate came to be? Branding and naming is always a challenge, right, for any business because you want it to convey who you are and what you do. I think for us, I think literally we'd had the idea. We sort of said, okay, well, let's pair property and superannuation together. And then what it was, I think, I'll be honest, we were actually playing around looking at domain names, seeing what was available and sort of whittled it down to a few. And Super Estate was the one that was available. It stood out to us and it really resonated with what we were trying to do. So... That's, it's because it was available. It was one of those nice marriages. So when we actually stumbled across it, it was a very clear winner. However, despite the positive success Brits has had so far, he acknowledges that it could not have happened had he listened to his doubt and setbacks. On, on a personal investment level, I think getting involved in property for your first purchases is always a big step because it's a lot of money. Um, it's something a lot of people spend a lot of time looking at and they should. It's it's one of those things that if you know you've done a lot of work and research in it and you can make a very firm decision, I think that's the right time to do it. But it, look, it is hard and it is a big step and I, basically, I have a lot of respect for anyone who can do it and can do it well because it's not easy. Yeah, yeah, I um, agree. Yeah. So, and look, there are some people that, you know, I, like for a long time, like I've 
saw a lot of people who basically avoided the market just because there was a bit of fear and uncertainty around it. Um, but again, that all, it all comes down to personal conviction on any investment. He also confirms once more the importance of mentors and positive relations both personally and in the industry. Uh, I guess the one nice thing about, um, about our positioning, so we're completely independent to sort of everyone in the real estate industry at this point. So what that means, I can actually have very, very nice relationships with a lot of individuals in the space. I won't name any at this point, but there are several individuals that we are very close with, whether they be more on that advisory side or on the sales side or leasing. There are some individuals that have given a lot of value to this business and and have afforded us a lot of their time. Um, some of these individuals, they, they might become involved in a more of short capacity in the future or they might not, but it it is something. And I think those relationships have been personal ones that we've just fostered over the last year and a half, two years, looking at properties and going through this whole experience of setting the business up. So it is something that I think having great positive networks and relationships is always going to be beneficial. On a more individual level, Brits also shares how his listening and reading interests have assisted him on his journey to success. So I, I spend a lot of my time just like basically in transit listening to podcasts and whatever. I, I try, I actually try to listen to more business podcasts. On the listening side, the one, I guess, well, the two podcasts I listen to very, very regularly. Um, one is called Masters of Scale with Reid Hoffman. So he's one of the founders of LinkedIn and what he does, he he essentially interviews a lot of high-level business leaders from the tech industry, so people like Mark Zuckerberg and so on. Um, I really like hearing his dissection of how these people built their businesses and what, what were the challenges and focuses for them. And I think the, the other one I spend a lot of time listening to, it's called How I Built This. It's an American podcast, but essentially what it is, it's, it's very, very high-level business leaders discuss, discussing their personal journeys, which I think... The very nice thing, you know, hearing any, whether it be an investor, whether it be a startup founder or basically business leader, hearing their stories of the challenges that they've overcome because in the media, I guess you, you do see all, you know, the bright lights and the glitter and everything that looks great. But I think realizing that every one of these individuals, no matter what their position now, they've, they've been through a lot to get there. I think and the, the one book that I – this is only just a recent one, but it actually ties into this theme as well as Shoe Dog, the, um, it's the sort of the memoir on Phil Knight, the founder of Nike. Oh, okay. That sounds interesting. Cool. Yeah, look, it, again, what, what all of these things come back to, I think, it's, I think it's explaining that all of these amazing individuals and these people that are put up by society as you know, beyond incredible, a lot of the time they are very normal humans who've just managed to achieve amazing things through their tenacity and resilience and, and so on. Um, I think that's something whether you're looking at personal investment or business or whatever it might be that I think really resonates. And listening to not only their successes, but also challenges and failures is something that's very valuable. Remaining positive about his own journey, Brits states that given the chance to change his own journey and give himself advice to him 10 years ago, he would refrain from doing so. I don't think I'd say anything. <laughs> Just because, look, I'm... I'm very happy with how everything has turned out and I'm very excited about sort of the position I'm in now and the future of this business and what we're going to be doing. And I think, look, there's obviously some things in my past that I wish didn't happen, but I think everything has led to this position and everything, you kind of have to take the good with the bad. So I think 
I, I think if I saw myself, I'd just be very happy knowing what was in store. Hey, that's awesome. And I have to say, you're the first person who's given me that statement before. So, <laughs> everyone's always going, I wish I could change this. Da, da, da. <laughs> Look, I'll be honest, there's lots of things that I wish I could wipe out, but you know, you, you never know how the world might have worked out differently had you taken one slightly different decision. Um, and it, it is funny how little decisions can ultimately have very big impacts. So, look, who knows? Maybe things could have been much better or much worse. I don't know. And that's why I'm, I'm very happy with where things are. With so much positivity and excitement in regards to Super State and an undoubtedly successful road ahead of him, Brits reflects on what he could change in the past once more, leaving us with advice that we all must remember when starting on our own road to success. Actually, I've... The only thing I would change that now that I've sort of been thinking on it is basically not listening to any of those negative outside forces when I was first thinking about getting involved in investing in property, call it like eight, nine years ago. Ah, I think, um, yes, the GFC time. Yeah, no, exactly. I, I, I think it's, you know, in, in uncertain times, it's very easy to listen to doubters and naysayers. And I think, you know, looking back, had essentially the advice would be buy, buy as much high quality property as you can because it's, gonna, it's, it's in for a great ride. Thank you to Grant Britz, our guest on this episode of Property Investory. If you want to hear more about his journey, then visit our website at propertyinvestory.com. Simply type in the search bar Grant Britz and select that episode to learn more about his story. Also, are you looking at buying property in 2018? Would you like expert tips and advice on the best ways you can purchase property? Whether you're a new or experienced investor, learn from the experts by downloading the Property Investment Buying Handbook. It contains the best tips and advice from 37 of Australia's leading property experts. Simply visit propertyinveststory.com and subscribe to get your copy right now. Thanks for listening. If you love the show and you're ready to get serious about saving on your home loan, give MeBank a call. MeBank is the bank built by industry super funds, famous for their competitive rates and flexible home loan options. So, whatever your investment strategy, you'll find the loan that's right for you. Call MeBank on 131 563 or visit mebank.com.au. Terms and conditions apply.